Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is she still on? It's all done. Can we get her back on? Dad, what is this? Yeah. Hello. Uh, yeah. Caroline, you're on with Roman, Kendall, and Siobhan. Hi, Mom. Mom? All right, well, I don't necessarily want to do any more tonight, Logan. Your mother and I have been reviewing the terms of the divorce agreement. And we've agreed that the arrangements were a little antiquated. P to the O-D, cast on the daily about succession. One episode per day, C. P to the O-D, cast on the daily about succession. Podcasting like a pro, make some noise! Succession is almost over, but we're just getting started talking about every single Succession episode here on Post Show Recaps on the daily Succession podcast on Post Show Recaps. Or should I say, we are just getting finished rewatching every single Succession episode because that's a wrap, folks. We have been watching and talking about every single episode of Succession on the road to the final season premiere on March 26th, which is just around the corner coming Sunday night. We've gone episode by episode. We've gone day by day. We've been releasing these podcasts for the patrons of Post Show Recaps commercial free. You could become one. Patreon.com slash Post Show Recaps for those ad-free versions. And now, here we are. All the bells say the succession season three finale and the final episode to talk about here on the Daily Succession rewatch i'm josh wiggler i'm joined here by grace leader and jess sterling and we are coming in uh, like toy soldiers ready for war jess 
Can I be with you guys? Oh. <laughs> um, Josh, I know you said uh, that's a wrap. That's what I say every day when I listen to the Succession uh, podcast, the daily oh, podcast yeah. about your rap. I guess I'm going to have to rewrite it because it's not every day see anymore. I know. Um, uh, I'll work on it. We'll get it. We're going to keep the rap going. Rap's got to stay. <laughs> right. Rap's got to stay. But that is a wrap on all of the Succession episodes that currently exist. We are now all officially on the same page waiting for the final season premiere of Succession on March 26th. So we're going to talk about the season three finale in a minute. Just want to get some business out the door. While this is the last Succession daily episode rewatch podcast, we still have some more Succession coverage around the bend in the lead up to the final season premiere. We got a couple of prediction shows. Jess and Grace are going to be holding it down with Dr. Amanda, doing some predictions, some previewing of season four. I'm going to get together with the great Rob Sesternino, who I will be talking about Succession with every week for the final season. Going to get some of his final takes, maybe go over some headlines in the Succession space as well. So all of that is going to be very, very fun. So you can look forward to all of that in the days ahead. Additionally, uh, we are going to be getting together live to break down the final season premiere of Succession. We're going to be doing this live on video for the patrons of Post Show Recaps. As a thank you for everybody who has signed up to the Succession podcast, uh, that's patreon.com slash Recaps. At any level, you will get video versions of the Succession final season premiere recap so join us live you can watch as we are going to be breaking it down on sunday night going to be a really really fun time and then we'll turn that podcast right around into the podcast feed if you are not a patron we're going to kick this thing around your way as quickly as humanly possible so that's the stuff more podcasts to come we're going to be live on sunday night we're all going to watch the season four premiere together and first we got to talk about the season three finale grace which is woo. Woo! Woo! As as Willow would say. As Willow might say. Woo! Woo! <laughs> no, this is uh so good. This is so tremendous. This would be like uh, you know, if the Avengers movie all they were all together and then they all just like died. Uh thanks. Oh, to, you mean Infinity yeah. War. Yeah, Infinity War. Yeah, I guess so. I guess that's <laughs> true. Uh it's so the good. Lost. Thanos won. It's like the thing you didn't think could ever happen. You know, you go back to this season, episode two, season three, episode two, where the kids just can't get on the same page. As soon as the idea of succession gets brought up, they all bail. They're all out. They're not going to support Kendall. It's finally happening. It's so exciting. They're in the, the, the van ride over only for Logan with an assist from Tom to completely shut down any hopes of, uh, of them being able to take out their father, to kill their father. He's to alive. Dad. Yeah, mm -hmm. past Kendall the shotgun. He was yeah. ready. So it's a really big episode. Let's do the quick plot recap and then let's chop it all up. Jess, you got the wheel. The season three finale, all the bells say. Another wedding, another disaster. Good news, Kendall is alive. Bad news, well, there's a lot of it. So let's jump right in. Roman and Logan are off to meet with Matson to see if his offer of a merger is real. Matson flips the script and instead offers to buy Waystar, giving Logan a hefty paycheck and will assess the high-level team to see if they can remain on board. Logan sends Roman away, which should be the very first red flag. The Roy kids attempt an intervention with Kendall, but doesn't go over very well as he becomes offended, ass asserting that his pool floaty incident wasn't the suicide attempt they think it is. Things fall apart when he calls himself the eldest child and Connor storms off. The kids minus Connor are forced to reunite when Shiv gets the sense that things have flipped. 
Her father didn't come to the wedding, Frank and Carl are in town, and Roman isn't sharing information on the merger. That will have to take the back burner, though, as Kendall reveals his part in Andrew Dodd's death in a truly heartbreaking scene. Shiv and Roman attempt to comfort him while also making moves to secure their future at Waystar. The Roy kids are finally united against their dad, and they have a plan! Due to a clause in the divorce settlement with Caroline, Logan needs a supermajority in order to sell to Gojo. They plan on attempting a coup against Logan. For the first time, the Roy kids are finally playing nice, but with one phone call to loop in Tom, it all falls apart. Elsewhere, Willa agrees to marry Connor. F it! Tom and Greg reunite. Tom promises Greg he can be the bottom of the top and have 20 Gregs of his own if he comes with him. Greg agrees because who needs a soul anyways? Souls are boring. Boo souls. When the Roy children arrive to confront their father, they discover that someone told Logan about their plan. They've now been effed over, but not one, but both of their parents as Caroline reopened the divorce settlement in honor of her new beau. And Logan no longer needs their votes. Roman pleads with his father, and when asked what he can bring to the table, he responds with love. What Roman doesn't understand is that that's not something Logan wants, needs, or respects. The deal is done. Logan effing wins. As Logan leaves the room, he pats Tom on the shoulder, and Shiv realizes exactly who turned on them. And that is the finale of season three of Succession. Do are we podcasting wrong, Grace? Because we come to the listeners with love every time. Is that not what they yeah. need? Yeah, in, in my effing hands. Yeah, yeah the habit. love always turns into sausages. Is this yeah. what's happening? <laughs> I feel yeah. like we're in everything everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very bizarre. Uh, it is a seismic shift in the world of succession by the end of this thing. You finally see the three core Roy siblings on the same page in the van on the way to take out dad. But Shiv's treatment of Tom finally shows up to haunt her. Uh, I think you could also say that Kendall and Rome's mismanagement of Tom, I think, is also a huge contributing factor here. Mm -hmm. Frankly, the whole family's treatment of Tom uh, and the way that the family has been uh, tearing itself apart over the course of this entire show. Tom has seen one person prevail through this entire thing, and that is Logan Roy. Of course he's going to lock up with that guy. Uh, so it is a, a really big blindside by the end of the season. But I think that this has been the most rewarding thing for me on the rewatch is watching Tom's journey towards this moment well and fully earned, Grace. I think that everything with Tom makes so much sense in, insofar as how it lines up for this final uh, scene of the season three finale. Episode one of this show is Tom trying to earn the favor of his father-in-law. And the last episode we've seen of Succession is him finally doing it, finally uh, getting it. It comes at the expense of Shiv and therefore Kendall and Roman as well. And Connor, who was layered in, uh, lest we forget. Layered? Uh, layered yeah. called Shiv. <laughs> That's right. Um and so it's so it's so good. It's so satisfying. I think it's the, the again like the magic trick of this show is that you are rooting for the three kids as they're going like yes they're finally doing it. And then when you realize and you see and there's basically no words spoken in terms of like when you know as you find out that Tom uh, uh, screwed them over, he comes in acting like he didn't he didn't know. Um, but it's so well done. And this is a thing where like yeah, I think on the rewatch like it makes. It made the rewatch so fun, knowing that Tom was sort of eventually going to betray Shiv. And yet it doesn't make me, you know, in those episodes, like Shiv anywhere. She's so awful, specifically last episode. She's so awful to Tom. 
And so you end up in this conflicting thing. You're like, yeah, go, go Tom for supporting Logan. Like, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I love it. I love that. Like how conflicted I am about the end of season three. That makes me very excited for season four. Yeah, I think that what we see, Jess, is sort of uh, reflected in the conversation Shiv had with her mother in the previous episode about how Logan would just keep kicking the dog to see if it would come back. And that's sort of how Shiv has been treating Tom all this time. Yeah. You know, Tom has come back, but I guess it's like it, the dog came back, but the dog also like murdered someone next door and didn't <laughs> oh tell you about God. it. I don't know if the metaphor what? is holding up anymore. I don't think it is. Yeah, I what I love about Succession, and we've kind of talked a little bit about this, especially with some of the quote unquote like twists. I don't even know if I would consider them twists of like they don't really keep things hidden, at least not for very long. And what the staple of a good twist is that you didn't see it coming, but it also doesn't necessarily surprise you. Mm. And Tom, especially after doing this recent rewatch where we've seen everything, all of it, very, very, very close together. Who wouldn't want to leave Shiv? She's awful to Tom. Like you said, the whole family treats him as one big joke. And I feel like a line that especially ring out in my head from this episode is when Tom says to Greg, who in, who in this family has ever looked after you? Like no one has. And I feel like he is saying that because he feels that way. No one has ever looked out for him except for himself, not even his wife. And you can you see it coming like you don't see it coming but when you when you figure out it's tom it's like yeah we should have known we should have known it was tom he's been treated like garbage and so i think that again succession doesn't miss on finales and this one because we so badly want the roy children to usurp their abusive father we are rooting so wholeheartedly for them and when we find out it's tom who flipped you're kind of like well go tom yeah. like about time it's actually go joe Go Joe. Let's go Joe. But go the, Tom the, also. The deal with the devil line, it's so good. It's so perfect when he says, Do you want to make a deal with the devil? And you think that he's talking about him that will will Greg make a deal with him to go and like be in mm -hmm. this new structure with the with the Roy kids. And then when you find out that like, no, it's actually about you know, being on Team Logan, it's so good. Again, like I just like the writing on these last two episodes are so, so, so good. Yeah, um, there's a lot to, to track across the series to get us to this moment. But I really think that Tom's storyline across season three is especially exciting to watch, uh, knowing what is to come by the end of it. I feel like it's really, really well earned, really deeply earned. And I think that leaving season three when it originally aired, we were all really, you know, fired up to see what what's this going to look like. The, you know, with with uh, with Logan officially on the other side of the line against Kendall, Roman, and Shiv. What chance do they have right now? Uh, it seems like the deal is as good as done. Unless this next episode picks up in the very next minute, which is not impossible, there's still some stuff that could be done. And I'm sure, of course, there's going to be lots of uh, lots of challenges to the deal and everything like that. But it basically seems locked in and, and sewn up. And I think that the the feeling of getting out of that season is like, OK, so they're going to rally together. Somehow they're going to join forces. It'll explode by the end of the next season, setting up some sort of knockout battle between the three siblings for a final season. Watching this uh, season three finale, this is the first time I've seen it now, knowing that this is the very beginning of the end. This mm -hmm. is, you know, uh, this is the, the the last stage before we really get into final boss territory. 
Grace, watching this episode back this time, did it feel different knowing that this is sort of the like the starting pistol for the end of the game? A hundred percent, because I feel like the the idea that it's about succession, it's where the show in a way has always sort of like reset to that the children um, sort of all are vying to be the successor of of the company. And I kind of felt like knowing that maybe, you know, there was a rumor that like five was the was the number of seasons the succession was going to get. That was maybe mm -hmm. like a plan or a rumor or whatever. I kind of felt like Strong was saying, like, I don't know if it's four or five, but it seems like yeah. it's one of those. And so I kind of felt like the Gojo deal was like a thing that they had come up with that created interesting tension, but might not actually amount to anything. And now I do think it potentially does amount to to something like i think actually a full-on sale um to to mattson i think is is fully a thing that i think we could see like within the first few episodes of it like actually happen and how sort of that's so and i think very interestingly right like mattson hypes up and sort of sweet talks logan into like we'll i'll set this up really nicely for you right like i'll, I'll make sure like so you're well for good you. Yeah. I'll set it up so well for you. And that's kind of fun that like if they're not fully in control, but are any of them like, you know, worthy successors to this, this, you know, at least this, this title um, uh, that Logan, I think uh, it seems like he'll get out of the deal that he could sort of be acting CEO or take the parts that he wants and, and run them. So, um, yeah, it was very interesting rewatching it because I, I, I saw it more as a plot device, I think, on the first go round. And it feels very real that the sale could actually happen now. No. Yeah. Jess, how about watching this episode for you, knowing that the end is nigh? I think it makes a lot of sense. Like, I know when I found out that season four was going to be the last season, I think my first reaction was like just sadness because I, I love the show so much. But upon further reflection, after watching all of these three seasons, it makes so much sense, right? We've, we've always talked of like season one is the Kendall season. Season two is the Shiv season. Season three is the Roman season. And season four, uh, sorry, Connor, I think is more of a, <laughs> I think it's more of a siblings united season against their father and like who will be the ultimate successor. I think it makes a ton of sense. Um, and I think every uh, season finale we've uh, like kind of after the fact been like, okay, what are they going to do now? Like, how do you, how do you go forward from here? Um, and very much I felt that way with this finale when I watched it in real time of how do you how do you move forward from here? Because if he sells, what's the story? What What, what is the show? What's Waystar at this point? Um, yeah, what are you going to do with five billion dollars? You know? <laughs> He's yeah. just going to put it on his pile, put it on the pile, <laughs> get a pile of your own. Um, but I think it makes a lot of sense. And we've seen what a slow burn succession is. Right. Like we've talked about how little time has passed uh, between all of these seasons. Um, and. I think that could continue with a season four. So I'm really, really excited to see where things go from here um, to see how, what the repercussions are of all of this, because yes, we see Tom betray Shiv. We don't see the fallout from that. And I think that is like number one with a bullet. The first thing I want to see, and I know it might not be the first thing we actually see, but I'm most curious about how the heck do you divorce? Do you stay? What do you even do? What do you go from here? Um, yeah, I, this episode is so good. I love it so much. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. 
your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Who hasn't clipped the odd kid with a Porsche, am I right? I mean, it's like a rite of passage. I've killed a kid too, big deal. Chip. You've killed the kid, right? Uh, yeah. Let's do this character by character one more time. We are raiding the Roy's. Roman, he rates you. He rates you. I was so happy when this is like a shared language of the show. It comes up, I think, three different times. Connor says he doesn't rate you guys very highly. And then, uh, yeah, uh, Logan telling Roman that uh, Matson rates him. Yeah, Uh, I want to tell all the characters. I want to tell all the main characters. We rate you, too. We rate rate you. you. We rate you every time. Every day. Uh, I've been rating you for the last very many days. For 29 days in a row. Uh, It's been a lot. PosterRecaps.com slash rate Roy if you want to join us in rating all of these characters as well as all of the episodes. And I believe we should begin with the triumvirate. I think let's talk about them in, uh, in, as a group. We could talk about them individually, of course, as well. Uh, but Kendall, Roman, and Shiv finally get together as things are falling apart and everybody except for Shiv and, uh, and Roman seem to be getting looped in on the deal. They're watching Carrie wrangle everybody. Carrie's getting Jerry. Marsha's in on it too. Everybody is getting called in, but they're being frosted out. And Shiv and Roman pull Kendall into their panic, and that quickly devolves and dovetails into this other hugely important storyline that has been central to Kendall uh, for two seasons now. He confesses uh, to what happened. I killed the kid. The kid. Uh, Shiv has the great response. You messed up my wedding in so many ways. Uh, the way the way that she reacts, the way that Roman reacts. Who hasn't clipped the odd kid? It's a rite of passage. It's disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. The, the, the way that. The way that Roman is putting one hand on Kendall, like away, is just per- like this is how we show emotion. Is like mm-hmm. one hand kind of touching you. It is yeah. the way that they react to this news is somehow both gross and also some of the most heartwarming content yeah. on yeah. Succession. Grace, it yeah. is, uh, it is, it well, is nuts at that. It's not nut that that's the th- case. This scene, uh, really, uh, I don't. Uh, Prolific in a way. I, I think it's so memorable. I think it's like other than the them tableau driving, of them hunched over him and rubbing his head and Shiv there too. Uh, and, that's yeah. that's very iconic. So they had done this scene a bunch of times, and Jeremy Strong wanted to do it where he where he sat down, and um, uh, and he knew that essentially if it worked, it would ruin all the takes that they had done because his pants would be right like it, whatever. So um, they decided to do it, and just immediately they were all like, "Yeah, that works. That's really good." Uh, just like the image of him sort of sitting down with his siblings like sort of surrounding him, touching it, like as you're saying, the tableau. It's such an impactful 
impactful scene. And there's just so much to it that he is breaking down. Um, they are doing the like weird siblings who don't know how to communicate and tell each other they love each other uh, a thing. And also trying to like brush it off because they're in the midst of this, like, is our dad selling the company? And we kind of actually need you uh, to like rally up. You know, it's such a complex and interesting uh, scene. It's, it's, it's so good. It's so, so good. I, I could see just a silhouette of those three characters in those positions and know exactly what the scene was. It, mm -hmm. it just is one of the best scenes in all of succession. It is it's, it's at the same point, like so hard to believe, but also extremely relatable. Um, and I think all of the reactions are so true to character as well, where Kendall is having a breakdown, right? He's saying, I'm not feeling connected to my children right now or my endeavors. I can't get one thing right. It's so effing lonely. I'm all apart. It is like uh, uh, quotes that people say when they're depressed. Like it's it's right out of the depression book, right? It's it's awful. It's terrible. Um, and Roman is cracking jokes, you know, because that is his defense mechanism. Kendall that is how he keeps asking him to stop. He can't. He literally he can't. cannot stop himself. But and Kendall yeah. also like gives a, an occasional chuckle at some of the stuff. He eventually Roman breaks says. him down. I think with uh with the with the gin and tonic. Yeah, I had to wait an hour and a half yeah. for a gin and tonic. No wonder. Um, and Shiv is just she's trying to connect, but also like really worried about the company stuff that's going on. Um, it is it's so emotional and you really feel like you're rooting for them. You're, you're rooting for the siblings to finally, finally unite together against a common enemy um, and trust each other enough to do that. And the scene, I mean, we could probably shift a little bit to the scene in the, in the car um, when they're driving over and, and how, I mean, it's a very long car, right? It feels like at least cause you're like hard as thumping, like, Oh my God, well, hurry up and get there. Make this deal already. Um, but they all kind of finally agree on something. They're like, I think we could make a really good team. Um, okay. Yeah, sure. Roman is the one that takes the most convincing unsurprisingly. I think, um, Grace, I know I've talked so much about like watching Roman closer in this rewatch and seeing how hard it is for him to stand up to his father. He finally does it. It feels like a full circle moment from season one. I believe it's episode six. Yeah. Um, when the they attempt scene. to get the, yeah, yeah where they the attempt two. to, uh, you better be smelling your armpit Romulus. Like <laughs> it, it feels full circle in the moment when he finally does step up, step up to his dad in defense of Kendall. And again, like full circle of like Kendall defending Roman when Logan slaps him, reverse it, you know? And it's, it just feels like a culmination of like everything in this show. Yeah. Uh, so I ended up giving uh, all three of them the same score. Um, it's not a four. Uh, I gave all what? three of them a three. Uh, the three of them are together. Let's give them all threes. They finally realize that they are stronger together than they are apart. Even Roman has that line. Like, I hate to admit it. And I don't want to do the mushy thing, but I do think we could make a good team. Uh, and they're talking about how it would be fun to fight for the top spot at a certain point. Uh, and it's 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 endearing in its own sick, twisted, succession-y way. It, yet it all falls apart. Um, and I don't, I don't know. I think that there are so many different origin points for where you can you can lay the blame. I think Shiv talking to Tom is such an obvious one to point to. But I really think that Tom's mistreatment at the hands of this entire family has built to this point as well. Uh, so I don't know that I want to like you know really like hit Shiv any harder than I'm going to hit Kendall and Roman. I think that they all kind of got them to, to this place. But when the three of them kick the door in, and I guess they don't, they just walk past Colin. Just, stupid Colin. 
Colin. Stupid Colin. I hate him. Grace. I hate, I hate him. him. He, what does he even Colin. say to, to Kendall as they're walking? And he just goes, he just looks at him and he says one word. And I was like, Colin, shut up. I hate yeah. you. Well, Kendall's not afraid of Colin anymore in that moment, it, which is which is a great yeah. feeling because he's not lonely and he's no longer alone. Uh, and can that's... I go with you guys? It's so. Uh... And when Shiv says, "Of course," is just like it, that's really beautiful as well. Uh, I actually really like Shiv a lot in this episode and a lot of scenes. I love her uh, her speech at the wedding. Uh, like it, it, yeah. she, actually, she actually brings it back around pretty decently. Yeah, I think, well, I think she says, "I think she hits some some real truths of like yeah. uh, you, you're going to get to spend a lot of time with uh, my mom. And I'm very jealous, you know." Yeah. Like, this oh. is revenge for what her mom did at her wedding. Uh, but how not, long do you give it? Nowhere even remotely as bad. But oh, yeah, no, no, like, no, no, no. But I'm just saying, like, yes. you know what? Take a take one jab at least for all the time she asks how long do you give it yeah and she does right like she does have yeah. that line about uh you know enjoy it for however long it lasts um but there's just i don't know i wh- what do we think is the weakness here ultimately what makes this all fall apart grace uh i'm i i i mean it's it's just it's tom right it's like it's all and i i, I don't think that it's like i'm with you that it's like not completely um Shiv's fault. I think everybody has treated Tom in a way, right? There's that at the end of uh, season two when when Kendall is saying, like, he's like, Greg's not a big enough piece, right? There's not a big enough piece to throw, which is both sort of like nice and also like that he's not going to get thrown under the bus, but also it, it's a little bit insulting, right? Um, mm-hmm. I believe also is it maybe shiv who says he's not part of the family at that point so it's like he's family but he's not yeah he's family, but he's not like it's just also brutal so i i actually gave i i think i'm i might be rating them the lowest because i think that it's it's such a big loss it's it's trying to go after logan and they fail pretty spectacularly because shiv calls tom and tom lets logan know and they call, and i mean the other thing too is like a little bit i would say is a slight mistreatment of the it, it, this again it sounds really bad but like their relationship with their mother as well is a thing that like she's ultimately willing to like sort of screw them all over to so that uh, peter peter onion can get a leg up um, <laughs> yeah um so i actually i wanted yeah, to get so wait, whole, how did that yeah. work out so she amended the the divorce settlement so now right. that that uh those shares for kendall roman and shiv now belong to peter munion I th- so it's a veto. No. It was the veto agreement that essentially. So in the in the original divorce agreement, basically, uh, Carolyn kind of protected her kids by basically giving them a veto clause that if if the company was to sort of change hands, they could veto that essentially. Um, and so when she opened up the divorce settlement, I it, it, I mean, there's a little bit of this that feels like do sex machina, like a uh, veto yeah. clause in this episode. But I will say the like opening up the divorce settlement is mentioned last episode yes uh when when uh she's talking and it's used with previously about too it's used yeah. in season uh what season two as well yep. or season yeah yeah right yeah so I, I, think- I get yeah sorry go ahead no, it's fine. I think I just think it's it's less that like they were planting seeds for this, and I think it's more what do we have on the table? And yeah. I think that the, the writers are so good about putting a lot out there that they can continue to wield. This is why stuff like Josh Aronson's in one episode, Menken's yeah. in one episode. Why this doesn't bother me that much because 
those stories are not necessarily complete yet. And I think Succession has a really great track record of, sure, they, you know, they they kind of like pump and dump some storylines. Like some storylines just get thrown in the trash and we never see them again. Other storylines, I think, really do come back around. And I think that the way that Caroline's story intersects with it's not just dad, but your mother is also uh, totally uh, right. reaming you in this moment as well uh, and- is so, is so well well placed throughout the show. Well, and it's it's interesting that Roman is the one trying to stop this wedding because he doesn't trust Peter Munyon, and it ends up being that Peter Munyon has a hand in their downfall mm-hmm. because if if Caroline doesn't marry Peter Munyon, she doesn't reopen the divorce settlement and she doesn't allow this to happen. Um, and so, but I also would also like I know we we like to place blame on Shiv for Tom. But in my opinion, Roman keeping his mouth quiet for so, so, so long also contributes to this being an issue. Obviously, the Tom stuff. Yeah. yeah, the Tom stuff happens, you know, seasons ago, ages ago, he's been mistreated. Um, however, if Roman comes back from that meeting with Matson and where he is sent back by Logan after that meeting with Matson, and he says, Hey, that was really weird. Something is up. Maybe they have they have more time, and more time gives you more options. And, and maybe Shiv still still, still tells Tom, and it all ends up ends up happening anyway. Um, but I do think there's time lost with with Roman not speaking up sooner. Yeah. So I gave them all a one, except I bumped Kendall up to a two because I think that like him getting the, the, the cater waiter yeah. stuff, I think is like so big for him. I think to have. Uh, somebody who knows that like you know this is it's very dangerous that now his siblings know as like they all are gonna like real real from this i think like i think a big question of season four will like can they actually work together can they stay together can they stay together i want it so bad but i just like the show has burned me (laughs) so that like you know his prologue right like we left season two and kendall seems like he just became the night, uh, the night on yeah. the, you know, in shining armor, mm-hmm. and that's not what life is. And it turned into this knife fight that he was alone in. Uh, so, mm-hmm. you know, we leave season three with the promise of the of the Roy siblings finally working together. You know, fool me once, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I I would love to yeah. see it at least for a few episodes. I do. I really don't expect it to last forever. And I, I think because Kendall is sort of like so on his own that I that I rate him a bit higher because we talk about Shiv and Tom. But also Roman Jerry. Uh, Jerry is fully in on this thing. Roman is on his knees begging. So he's not right. He's not right. You can stop this. And she goes, well, I don't see how that'd be in the best interest of for me, you know? And so I feel like as much as like the big headline of this episode is like Tom Burns Shiv. I feel like also like Jerry Burns. And, and I think fair enough. The last thing we've seen between the two of them is like he's yeah. sending DPs. But it's like, yeah, that's again, the show is so wild that I could be like, yeah, that guy who like sent uh, uh, it was sending DPs after she said to stop. I feel bad for him as he's like on his knees begging yeah. and tears are welling in his eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I went, I did something a little bit different than both of you actually. Um, I, I said this last episode, I'm going to say it again. Like I couldn't I couldn't not take into account the the heartfelt uh scenes in this episode the heartbreaking scenes in this episode um I ended up giving Kendall and Shiv's Shiv threes um I waffled a bit with Kendall just uh, the scene with him with him confessing everything is so I, I have to like again I'm gonna say Jeremy Strong gets every point in yeah. the entire world he's at infinity points um <laughs> Kendall I gave it three I, I actually, I know this sounds, this is going to sound wild and I don't know why I'm doing it. I do know why I'm doing it, but it's also wild that I'm doing it. 
I'm going to give Roman a four. And simply because I want to differentiate him from the other siblings in that the growth, the character growth of being able to stand up to his father, it seems like that is the toughest thing ever. And he is, it is, he has to do it multiple times in like one scene. He has to stand up to his dad. And for him to say that he's offering love, imagine a character like Roman saying something like, like that seriously. You know what I mean? Roman is not a character who willingly gives out the I loves you, I love yous easily. He is not someone who is touchy feely. He cannot uh, say those types of things easily. And it, to me, it's huge that he says those things, even if they're met with what, what Logan says. Um, I He's, think it, I've never I've never seen Logan Roy so disappointed in my entire life awful. than the way he reacts to Romulus. Uh, uh, love, you come for me with love is he's. Awful it's he has no it's respect despicable. For it. it's despicable but like i did i felt the need even though roman makes mistakes in this episode like i literally said a few minutes ago it he he has so much character growth in this episode and i wanted to reward him for it while at the same point understanding that like all three of the kids they're in terrible positions this is a terrible episode for them but i couldn't not reward uh some of the emotional growth that he has so i yeah i did give roman a four even though you know it's a bad episode for him yeah Listen, I have, I have things to do. Um, do you want a deal with the devil? Oh. What am I gonna do with a soul anyways? Souls are boring. <laughs> Boo, souls. <laughs> of course. Okay. All right. All right. Can we leave the room for a moment and just go talk more yeah, about I'll Tom? Go. Yeah, I'll head out. Yeah, yeah let's go. Let's, right. go. let's go talk to Tom. He looks so he looks so sharp. Tom and Greg both look incredible at the wedding. The, the fashion yeah. on fleek in this episode. Everybody looks good. Uh, Grace, do you want to do you want to do a deal with the devil? Is that what you want to do? What am I going to do with the soul anyway? Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, I mean, it's a good, I think it's a good move. I think it's good. I think it's great. I mean, it's bad, but it's great. I mean, it is a deal with the devil. Logan Roy is the devil, but it it's really it's really great. I think I gotta give Tom four points. It's he does hard it. Hard to imagine not giving Tom four points here for me. He really does it. He really he really makes a move. He finally you know talk about like you know Roman finally like taking a stand for himself. It was like this is Tom doing it as well. He's such, such like a punching bag for so much of this show, um, unless he's talking with Greg, and when she's then punching Greg. But yeah, he finally he finally said that for himself. I mean, it'd be very interesting because I one of the things I kind of forgot was him kind of trying to play it off like he didn't he doesn't know, um, and it's just that Shiv catches the like the the pat on the back or the the the, sh the shoulder, and the last shot is is Tom trying to sort of console Shiv and Shiv knowing it's really good. He treats um, her the way she's treated him this whole that's time. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. It's very compelling. I'm so intrigued. As you said, Jess, like I want that immediately. I want to see what, what they're, what and their we do get is. no spoilers, but we do get like a little snip in the trailer, a little preview yeah. in the trailer. And it was the, the thing that grabbed Spicy. my attention the most. Yeah. In, Spicy in the scene. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh. yeah. Very good. Uh, yeah, I think that Tom has been pushed to this point and he saw an opportunity and he took it. Uh, he, he, you know, 
I don't I don't know what he thinks is going to happen if he and Shiv don't stay together. Like if if his eyes are on like leaving Shiv, is he still going to be somebody that Logan considers, uh, you know, warmly and fondly? So I, I don't know necessarily about the the long term prospects of the move. But I don't think that he has any reason to feel like he is in Shiv's good graces at all. Yeah, I I gave Tom a four. I mean, he makes the move he needs to make, right? Like he yeah. this is this is the move. This is the move for him to do. Um, I also felt like I mean he would have gotten a four anyway. But I love him bringing Greg along with him yeah. and seeing. I I know like a lot of people have an issue with how Tom treats Greg as they should. It's really horrific a lot of the time. Doesn't he recall him the there. name of the kid? The name of the castrated Sporus? Is yeah, Sporus. Sporus. Him? He does. Yeah, come with me, Sporus. Sporus? Yeah. yeah, and it's just, but it's still there's a kinship there. There's they're others. They are not Roy's. They are others. It doesn't matter that Greg is actually related to them all. They were on These the island the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> He's by himself. And so I love him seeing Greg and being like, I'm going to offer you this, uh, you know, an olive branch here. Come with me. Um, so yeah, of course, of course, Tom has to get a four. He earned it. Um, yeah. Can I just say that for this episode, this is uh, the Emmy award winning episode for Matthew McFade. And this is what wins him his Emmy, this particular episode. And what I think is really interesting that when you go back to that thing of him telling Kendall, like I've never seen uh, your dad get effed. And then it's very fun to think that like, because he's never seen him get effed, he chooses to make sure that Logan never gets effed. It's just, you know, you got to think like what came first, the chicken or the Greg, you know? Right, like, uh, right, you right. Know, mm -hmm. If yeah. he doesn't, you know, if he doesn't Damn. get effed, but now he's doing it because he's never seen him get F. He helps him not get F. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of firepower still in the chamber here. Like, what does Kendall do with the photo of Tom? Uh, does right. that impact anything with Tom with Logan? I would guess mm -hmm. probably not. Ultimately, like that feels like another gun that'll turn into a sausage uh, in Kendall's hand. Um, I think that there's. I really do think that something bad is probably coming to Tom. I do yeah. think so. And I don't, I don't want Stop. it to, uh, but more and more and more, even with the, 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 the specter of jail, no longer looming over Tom, you know, midway through this season, it does feel like a likely outcome for him. Just thematically, it yeah. feels, it feels right. Uh, so I think that Tom's going to have a decent run here, but I don't know how much further he could take it. I think Stop that he it. may be at the bottom of the top and he may not be able to go I, too much further. It's not a great thing to be on top at the end of a season. I gotta say, I think that's, uh, been, that's right? worn out. Yes. Season one is like, uh, you know, Logan kind of has, uh, has Kendall, but then by the end of season two, it's like Kendall throwing his father under the bus. And, and then by the end of season three, yeah. So yeah. very, I think uh, on our, on our prediction point, I'd be very interesting. There's, I think that there's like you're talking about the photo of Tom. I've talked about the photo, the thing. I'll have to do something with like these loose threads. Yes, that should be fun. Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. I think so. Um, so I gave, but I'm still giving Tom four points because yeah. it's just such, it, it's such great, great Tom content, and it's really terrific Greg content. Who I'm also giving a four. Uh, the the scene between the two of them and just the way that they're where their relationship has has gone. It is not the healthiest relationship on the planet, but it is definitely one where Greg knows who he's dealing with. He knows who he's. This is the devil he knows as well. It's been Tom mm. all along. He's going to run away from Tom. Tom has in his own twisted way looked out for Greg along the way. Uh, and he. 
Greg has no real connection to Shiv or Roman. Uh, and Roman a sexual pervert. He called Roman, I believe, is what I don't know how else to say this, but a sexual pervert. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, Greg standing up against Roman is also a big deal that can't go unmentioned. Like that is that is difficult for him to do, and so like props to him for calling Roman out. He Greg's calls. Good- yeah. He calls Roman out. He calls yeah. Roman out in that moment. Uh, of course, Greg's going to want to not be on team Roman if it means that it's going to, you know, he wants to win over the Duchess. He wants he to become eighth royalty. in line to the, to the, to the Italian throne. Yeah. One and plane crash away. Wow. One plane crash away. Uh, there, Greg, there's your uh, yellow jackets tie in Tom, Tom, like encouraging Greg about like that whole thing. Like, like, he, like sort of like leading him yeah. on about like how close he is to being royalty. It was very funny. Very it's a guilt free switch up to the Contessa, Grace. <laughs> it's good. It's, it's uh-huh. real good. That worked out quite well for Greg. Uh, so I, I mean, Greg doesn't know the particulars. He doesn't know all the details. He just uh, he's going to back Tom up and Tom's going to do what he's going to do regardless of Greg's answer in this moment. He's keeping this pretty iron tight other than like things are in motion. Do you want to come with me? Tom does not need to do this check in with Greg, but he does this check in with Greg anyway before he makes this move with Logan, presumably before he makes this move with Logan. Right. Because he's like pretty quickly off the phone with Shiv. Um, so I, I love that about their relationship. I think that the episode is really fun for the two of them. I think that I do ultimately think that things will work out better for Greg than they will for Tom in the long haul. Uh, but Tom has the wheel in this episode. So as far as it goes with the Tom versus Greg of it all, I don't know how we're not going to give it to Tom this week, which would give Tom the season. There's a there's an article that uh, came out. Just speaking of uh, Matthew McFadyen's uh, oh. Emmy win, that uh, apparently they were touching each other's legs when they won, and yes. that uh, Nicholas Braun was the first person to hug Matthew McFadyen before he hugged his wife. Uh, yes. So they're very cute together. Very cute. Very cute. I, I'm uh, not kidding. I almost cried when I read that because I thought it was <laughs> the cutest thing. I love when uh, characters on television shows are like best friends, and then you find out they're like close in real life. Yeah. It just makes my heart so happy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fours across the board. Yeah. Four's on the floor. Yes. Four on the floor. Four on the floor. Okay, so that's Tom and Greg. Uh, where do we want to go? Do you want to just quickly hit Connor? Connor's getting married, okay? <laughs> Eff it. Eff it. it. We're forever. getting married. I- and on top of that, that's the eldest son we're talking about here. I think he deserves a little bit more respect than we typically give him. Listen, season one, episode one, I gave Connor four points. I said... I don't think it gets better than this. He's like not as bad as he is going to become. In this episode, Connor gets engaged. He stands up for himself. A big thing, big theme of the episode, standing up for yourself. Uh, he does get layered in, but he is not in the room where it happens. Layered? And so therefore, <laughs> yeah, Jamie, <laughs> layered Jamie in. Layered. He gets layered <laughs> in. Uh, and he's not, but he's not actually in the room when it happens. He doesn't actually make a move on his father. And so I always talk about like, what's the point of making a, a deal if you're if you end up on the wrong side at the end of the episode? I think Connor Con- has Connor's played this pretty well. Clean. I'm gonna give clean. Connor four points. I'm coming with you. I'm yeah. joining you. I'm on the I'm on the con train right now. Uh, I'm not voting for him for a president, <laughs> <laughs> but I uh-huh. will give him four points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, of course I also gave him four points. This yes. is an excellent episode for Connor. Like you said, Grease, he was driving. in on he was in on he's in on both sides basically. He yeah. he has his cake and he eats it too. He yeah. is in on the deal with his siblings, but he's not going to get blamed. And he you know he'll probably still get some money from Daddy. So why not? Uh, Willis says "f it," which means yes. And then I mean she follows up with "how bad can it be? Why not?" Um, not exactly what you want to hear when you get engaged, but she does say yes. <laughs> so um, is that it? Uh, and also, I have to say, I just, um, <laughs> when Connor comes over to the siblings and he says, uh, I think dad is uh, eating maca root to help with his sperm count. He's working on his baby batter and dad is putting together a more adhesive and potent gloop. Uh, I What's wrong? I what's wrong? Died. Is that it? You're not supposed to talk about, you're not supposed to use, use the word gloop? Gloop. When you gloop? talk about... <laughs> So this is this is something. Went a Paltrow stuff, I think, right? Oh gosh, (laughs) who knows where we are in the news cycle when this podcast drops? Uh, This is a a storyline that we should be really paying close attention to heading into season three. Is Logan trying to have another child? He's drinking a green smoothie, which is really weird. Um, he's eating maca root, which apparently helps with fertility. Yep. I love when Roman says, are you trying to have a baby with my dad? It will be born old attached to a walker. So funny. Can I, can I make a, I know we're not in the predictions, but I, if this show does not end with Logan dead and there being Logan Jr. on the board, I don't know. I think, I think, Stop we gotta, it. I think we yeah. got no. I think we got Logan, Logan Jr.'s first words. F off. F off. <laughs> be pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, Connor Wrong is baby amazing. Watch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, it, it did really make me sad um, to hear that Connor says, I didn't see Pop for three years, but your spoon wasn't shiny enough. Mm-hmm. It's not all about you, a-hole. It's not. It's not. Um, <laughs> three years is a long time. Uh, so yeah, I gets, also gave Connor a four. Connor gets four. Uh, and then I think we can start moving into some of the people who were in the know. Uh, Marsha is here. Marsha is getting room service at the wedding. I'll take my omelet upstairs is what she says. She says to Carrie. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what? I do think on one hand, it's like, I bet the food at the wedding is so friggin' good. But on the other hand, I bet an Italian omelet, wherever they're staying, so good. It's probably the best omelet in the world. Get some of that so. Parmesan on yeah, there. But this is also probably part oh, of her deal. It's like, don't make me have to do too much shit. <laughs> yeah. You know? Mozzarella. Don't make me do yeah. too much shit. I'm binging TV upstairs. I'm eating my omelet. Pay me. Uh, I think Marsha's got a really good episode for the brief time she's in. I gave her three. I gave Marsha a three in this episode. I think that Marsha clearly is of the original main cast is the one who's been ignored the most recently. I think that that has fit with the storyline. I really, really hope that Marsha is still in this thing. I really, they, they have a lot they could still do with Marsha. If they, if the siblings can't maybe bring Marsha into their fold as a possibility. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I hope that the door isn't closed on, on her grace. I would like to see so much more from Marsha. Big same. I think very interesting. I think when we're rewatching it, you forget almost how much Marsha is there in the beginning. She's such a present figure, especially as when Logan's 
health is is bad, which kind of rose up again in season three. There's some talk about his health, and I do think as we enter the final season, I do think that you get you gotta you gotta keep an eye on that, and that's where Marsha has been able to sort of play the most. So I think we keep uh, taps on Marsha. I just give Marsha a two. I, I I don't know. I feel like I could give her a three, but I'll just like I feel like it's a very it's pretty middle of the road. Like she's she's just like she is great, but she's not she's not totally in there. So um, yeah, two points. Yeah. I also gave Marsha two on the off chance that Logan is trying to impregnate Carrie with his offspring. This is bad news for Marsha. And so I felt like, <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance mm-hmm. so she can only get two points. You can connect that line too, right? Like you could imagine Kendall, Roman, and Shiv coming to Marsha. You know about the maca route? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then she starts yeah. doing the dance. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, I think that I think that there's there's a play here for sure. Um I think Will is in a play. She is. She's Mm -hmm. got very bad reviews. Ah! Uh, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Jerry, Jerry with the four for me. Jerry is in the room where it happens and she's on the right side of the deal. And Roman, finally, she cuts loose and she does it without any remorse, no hesitation, maybe a little bit of remorse, but no, uh, not enough to get her to move the needle at all. How does this advance my position? You have to ask yourself, how does this advance your position? So this coaching advice, Jess, that she's given Roman in the past comes back home in this moment. Yeah, uh, Jerry makes a move this episode, right? She she gets looped in fairly early on. Um, the only thing that I, I hesitate with with Jerry is just last episode, and obviously deals can change, negotiations could happen, Matson says, uh, we'll I'll have to assess the higher ups and see if they fit. Um, was Jerry given any assurances of her position within Waystar? That's my concern. Logan is getting a payout. What happens to Jerry? Um, I gave her a three because of that unknown, because I don't know that this is the right decision for her in this moment, because who knows if she's in a secure position with Logan gone, um, she could get ousted very easily. Uh, So I I gave her a three in the moment. It's her only move in the moment. You know, she just, she didn't even know that this was a thing that the siblings were considering. She has to go with Logan at that moment in time. They come in and get eviscerated by Logan and their move is no longer anything. Uh, Jerry has no choice but to play ball. Right, I do fine. think Cherry. I do think Jerry is a is a winnable agent, not Zach Jerry Jones. Uh, I think J- mm-hmm. I think Jerry could be swayed back over. I just think for right now, as far as yeah. what Jerry has, as far as information, she doesn't have another move. Right, yeah, and I also. Four. <laughs> yeah, I, I also gave her four. I also think that one of the things for Jerry is that she always knew she was an interim CEO. And as things are like changing, I feel like the best way to make sure that whatever she it becomes next is to basically get fully on board with that this thing is happening and just support Logan through it. Um, if he's going to maintain, like if he, like, you know, it kind of sounds like, like he gets reinstated, like I guess not in CEO, right? The idea is that Matson will be CEO, but you know, she's got to, she's got to play along to like get the best, you know, the best outcome here, I think. So four points. Logan Roy, let's close this thing out. He, he wins. He effing wins. He feels it in his bones. He watched them come in with toy guns that turned into sausages in their hands. Logan Roy, four points. I'm completely with you. Four points. He wins. He does it. I mean, getting, Getting your again, we talked about this last episode that he convinces his ex-wife to like 
you know, remove Kendall from various situations, various wedding activities, um, and uh, and then convinces her by opening up the divorce agreement to remove the veto clause. It's really big. It's a huge win. Do you feel a little bad for Peter Munyon as he's waiting at the end of the, at the, end of the mm -hmm. church alley, waiting for Logan Roy? And she's like, I guess you'll just have to do with me. <laughs> it's so sad. Uh, but Logan Roy, big winner. Uh, he also, yeah, he doesn't have to go to the wedding either. So yeah. got business. Yeah. Jess, if you've been voting with your heart, I can't imagine you give Logan Roy four points. I did give him four points. Yeah. Wow. I don't, okay. I don't feel good about it, Josh. I don't <laughs> feel good about it. He's terrible. Just obviously we know why he deserves the four. Let me tell you the reasons why I hate him. Um, when he mimics. <laughs> For the whole thing from all three seasons? <laughs> yeah, I, I've written out a list. It's as, long as, a, as long as a CVS receipt. Um, Logan mimicking Shiv is one of oh, the yeah. least favorite things I have to watch uh, on the show. I don't know why. It, it just feels like childish and cruel in a way that is like so hurtful um and i remember reading a, an interview with sarah snook where she's like we did it a bunch of different ways and obviously he has to mimic me every time i say it and i'm just picturing <laughs> poor sarah snook being <laughs> repeatedly mimicked like, mocked by That's brian cox and how awful that must be um yeah i i hate i hate him in this episode um, he tries to turn it on them like you came at me and you should have trusted me. It is the it's so gaslighty. It's awful. Like there was zero percent chance Logan was ever looking out for anyone but himself. Maybe, maybe he discusses with Matson giving Roman a good spot because like that was a previous thing that Matson had said and Roman has been working side by side. He turns to Roman many times in the conversation in that room. Uh, saying like we talked about this come on just you and me we'll talk it out leave these two traitors alone um but it's it's really hard to watch I hate that I gave Logan a four but I did like you said he effing wins um I, I do want to point out something I noticed this time around when we open this episode and Logan is reading a book to Iverson again we don't ever see him interact with his grandchildren at least not in a very nice way um He's reading a book and I had looked it up and it is apparently a book all about grief and bereavement, um, mm. which is pretty wild. And obviously no action, it's a children's though, book. No, no action. action. Not enough. No. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, Iverson likes it. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's a children's book. It's, it's very, very uh, young for Iverson to be reading. But I just found that so fascinating that like they're reading a book on grief and bereavement when we're all still hanging on like, is Kendall dead? Um, fascinating. And not even I couldn't even give him kind points for that because it feels so targeted and it feels just like icky um so yeah as much as I hate everything that Logan does this episode he did earn the four uh and so I gave it to him yep yep well let's close this out with some final ratings here we only get two Ken dads and two f offs the grand totals as they stand 17 f offs for season three 46 dads from Kendall in season three. It is his the, the fewest amount of dads from Kendall uh, in a season. It is the most amount of F-offs from Logan in a season. I don't know if this is, uh, I mean, I guess it's kind of symbolic of their relationship in season three. No? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, 43 total F-offs through three seasons from Logan Roy. 178 dads uh, from Kendall. <laughs> across three seasons um blanks dead the category of basically who got effed the hardest at this point i think the roy kids it's them yeah they're dead well they got uh, being effed i think shiv does say yeah we just walked in on mom and dad effing us yeah <laughs> so, it's horrible <laughs> it's 
horrible. What a sight. Uh, I think Daddy's favorite is the same answer as who wins this battle between Greg versus Tom. Tom delivers the goods. He tells yeah. Logan off screen what hap- what's happening. Logan is prepared to uh, to act on that information. Hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. Uh, which means Tom is the season three winner of the Greg versus Tom category. Greg won season one. It was a tie in season two. And now it's Tom really upping the stakes for the final wow. season. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's great. Yeah. That's well, it's another exciting. draw. That's going to be kind of anticlimactic. It's well, an even bigger. It's an even bigger draw because Greg won 13 times and Tom won 13 times. Wow. And so we'll have to see what happens in season four. Yeah. Uh, gave this episode four. Obviously, this is fours, fours across the board once again. Uh, and uh, yeah, looking at the average ratings that you uh, that we have all given across the three of us, uh, it looks like I'm the highest on season three of the three of us. I have an average mm-hmm. rating of 3.85 to your 3.75 Jess and your 3.79 Grace, though you are both higher than me generally on succession uh, by a scooch. Uh, 379 from Grace, 378 from Jess, 377 from me. Kind of wild. Uh, I guess I like <laughs> yeah. Succession the least is Man. the point. Rough. But I do think I think season three gets a bad rap. I think that I think that this season a lot of the chickens are coming home to roost, and I yeah. really do think, especially in hindsight now, this is going to be a very, very, very important critical season to everything that's coming next. I think that we're just like we're pushing the toothpaste out of the tube and we're almost out of toothpaste. And this was like the last season where it was really usable and we're about to run out and it's going to be a disaster because uh, you can't brush your teeth and that is gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I really, I really love a lot of the episodes in season three. I have a lot of fond memories of podcasting about this one with the two of you. Mm-hmm. And now look, we did it all over again. Did it again. Here we are. We stand at the end of the daily succession Rewatch an idea born out of frantic Ken Roy <laughs> levels of mania. Uh, mm-hmm. and they said we couldn't do it, Grace, but here we are. We did it. Yeah. Uh, too much succession. No, no such thing. No, no such no thing. No way. No way. No way. It's very wow. fun. It's very fun. What a delight. Yeah. I did. I was, uh, I was recently hanging out with my brother and we were talking about this. Uh, do, I was doing this, this rewatch podcast. He said, Didn't you already podcast about season <laughs> three? I said, Yeah. Yeah. yeah I did. <laughs> I'm gonna go do it again. No, but it was definitely worthwhile because I I do agree that, like, to Josh's point, season three, I felt I was a harsher critic of than the other seasons. It could be because I was podcasting about it, or I think it's also one. It has one less episode than every other season, which I does I do think hurts it in a way. Um, and there, there, there is a bit of shifting that is that is happening where we go from like the shareholder meeting, which has taken up most of like seasons one and two as like the big thing, and then we go to like political candidates, and then we go to Gojo. So there's kind of three different sections of season three. Not every single one of them worked for me personally. I know like the presidential episode is not my favorite, probably one of my least favorite episodes of Succession overall but i think the thing to be said about this season is like by the end man do they pick up steam and carry it through it is so well done so well acted right there's not it's in terms of a bad episode of succession i don't think any of us went lower than a three on any episode which is wild like three full seasons of a show all bangers score yeah all bangers all day um this was such a fun 
podcast to do getting to come back every single day because you really notice things more on a rewatch when you are watching in such quick succession yeah uh-huh. <laughs> should we've called this quick succession that i think maybe good. the branding oh, was bad man. wow oh man all right we're gonna do it again Who on again? the other side <laughs> of mm-hmm. season four uh, we'll we'll get it all going again. We'll just do it all in a day. How about that? That's cool. really quick succession. Yeah. Uh, that's also impossible. So we will not be doing that. But what we will be doing is covering the final season of Succession every single week with multiple podcasts a week, if not quite daily this time. Uh, of course, we're going to begin with our recap of the final season premiere on Sunday night, March 26th. We are going to be live for the patrons of post-show recaps right after the episode, give or take 15 minutes or so, just to gather our bearings. Uh, but you can sign up patreon.com slash show recaps at any level and you will be able to join us live after the succession final season premiere we will turn that podcast around afterwards as quickly as humanly possible so it'll be a really fast turnaround i think on finale night for our succession coverage so you want to get involved in that you want to get all the commercial free versions of the succession podcast go to patreon.com slash post show recaps to sign up at any level if you want to make sure that you're subscribed to our succession podcast feed to make sure you're not missing any succession coverage that's postshowrecaps.com slash succession for our rss link or just search postshow recaps succession wherever you get your podcasts make sure you keep rating the roys we're going to be doing this all season long postshowrecaps.com slash rate Roy. Uh, that's postshowrecaps.com slash rate Roy if you want to get your ratings in for all of the characters, all of the episodes, so on and so forth. I'm at Rand Howard, wherever you can find me. Grace, where are you? At High from Grace. And Jess. At the Jess Sterling. All right, folks. One last time before we have a couple of preview shows coming up. We do have those, but one last time on the Daily Succession Rewatch with the final season premiere just around the corner, allow me to kindly say, F off! P to the O-D. Cast on the daily about succession.